Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Human Again podcast. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, but let's be honest. Thankfulness is not the most prominent feeling for many people right now. It needs no repeating what this year has been like. So the holiday of Thanksgiving may seem more like an irony or sad joke at this point, just reminding you of all the things you're used to having and enjoying, but are not able to this year. I hope it can be more than that for you, though. I hope if you are struggling to find any reason to be thankful, that the holiday can be a reminder that you still have a choice in your own gratitude and contentment. We've all had our fair share of circumstances we didn't expect, and reasons to be bitter that are outside of our control. They don't have to determine how we feel, or the amount of satisfaction and joy we feel, though. I'm sure I've talked about it before, but it seems we forget all too often that we have a choice in our own happiness. It's not something that just happens to us, or that is dependent on luck. It may be easier for some than others, and it may look different in each case, but ultimately, we each have a choice. It will take work, and it won't just come naturally. But you can practice and get better at it. The act of practicing happiness and contentment is all about gratitude. It's choosing to reflect on what you enjoy and appreciate in your life right now, intentionally focusing on what is good and right and admirable and beautiful, rather than yielding to bitterness and resentment and dissatisfaction. Gratitude will always take deliberate work, though, because it's mostly about remembering things you take for granted. We quickly forget how amazing our lives are, and all the incredible blessings we have until they're taken away. I'm just getting old enough that I'll occasionally have minor pains in random parts of my body for a day or a week at a time, and at the time, I'll just think about how inconvenient or uncomfortable it is. But as soon as I feel better again, I just take my health and lack of pain for granted. I've started trying to remember to be thankful on the days when I feel good and don't notice anything off. Those days are still the norm for me so I need to make a point to enjoy and be thankful for them now, rather than wait until they're the exception in order to appreciate them. I can be equally oblivious to how amazing modern-day life is, because we're all so used to it that we forget things weren't always as easy or enjoyable as we have it now. For one thing, life is incredibly convenient for most of us in America and it's very easy to solve most common problems that used to have much more severe consequences. If I'm cold, I can push a button and get warmer. If I'm too hot, I can push a button and get cooler. If I'm hungry, I can push some buttons and have the exact food I want show up hand-delivered to where I'm already at in less than an hour. If I want to learn or know anything, I can find the answer or a tutorial in a few seconds for free. We can visit virtually anywhere in the world within a day of travel. We can cure and treat many of the most common medical issues we face so we get to live longer and with less pain. We have easy access to almost any kind of possession we could want with minimal work required to find or buy it. We have elaborate systems that bring us fresh water on demand and take away our waste and allow us to have light any time of day and keep food fresh for days, weeks, or months 
without going bad. We have networks that allow us to communicate instantly with each other regardless of distance. I could go on and on, but you get the idea. Just think about any one of these things for two minutes and appreciate how amazing it is. Think about what it would be like to live without any of those things just a few hundred years ago. The problem is we don't typically stop to think about any of it. We take all those things for granted, so we just get frustrated or complain when they're gone instead of enjoying and marveling at them while we have them. Don't get angry when your Wi-Fi goes down and complain about how inconvenient it is. Reflect on how miraculous it is that you can count on almost entirely uninterrupted connection with the entire world and can be reasonably confident it will be back in a matter of minutes when it does go down. We may not all have the same luxuries or access to the examples I gave, but we all have the ability to choose how we will perceive the things we do have. We create our own arbitrary standards about what is enough in order to be happy. Is it a bed and roof over our head? Is it clothes on our back? Is it an impressive car or a house? Is it a family and friends? Is it fun vacations? Is it meaningful work? There's no concrete answer because you decide for yourself whether what you already have is enough to be happy and grateful, or if you need something else still. Gratitude is the choice to say you don't need anything else. It's the decision to consider what you already have enough to be happy. And it works no matter how much or little you have. The very act of appreciating your life and what you have will make you feel good and reduce stress. That's just how we're wired. You don't have to pretend that things are great when they're not, either. Being grateful doesn't mean you ignore problems or have to say you enjoy everything, even if it's awful. What it does is allows you to accept the bad for what it is and recognize that its presence doesn't require you to give up your contentment. It allows you to free your emotions from being a slave to the circumstances. Let me give you some examples. I don't like the fact that many people are not going to be able to see their families or celebrate and relax together this year because of the restrictions and regulations in place. I could let that make me angry and bitter. I could let it keep me in a bad mood so that all I think about is how unfair and difficult life is or how irritating various people are for the way they're handling COVID. Ultimately, that choice doesn't change anything other than making me feel worse and taking away my contentment, though. Instead, what I can do is acknowledge the difficulty and unfairness of the situation and choose to not let it affect my mood or level of satisfaction. I can hold that in one hand and still be grateful for the ways that people have been able to stay connected through technology and the ways that medical personnel have worked hard to keep people healthy and prevent even worse things from happening. Being grateful for those things doesn't require me to pretend that bad things aren't happening. It simply realigns me with an abundance mindset rather than a scarcity mindset. From an abundance mindset, I think about how I already have more than enough to be happy. I can think about what I have to contribute to others and what I can do that is meaningful. From a scarcity mindset, 
I think about how I can preserve what I have and how to keep others away from it. I think about what I am missing and why I don't have enough to be happy yet. This is why practicing gratitude actually puts you in a better spot to solve problems than if you were to focus only on the problems themselves and how troubling they are. The abundance mindset still sees the problems and needs around it, but it's proactive about trying to improve those things because it recognizes it has valuable resources to draw from to help. Someone with this mindset isn't afraid to offer time, energy, or possessions because they're not reliant on keeping those things in order to stay happy. On the other hand, the scarcity mindset focuses only on the problems and believes there's not enough to go around. So people with this mindset are afraid to actually offer anything themselves because they don't feel they have anything to spare. If you're not grateful for what you already have and think you need more to feel content, then you will be very unlikely to give up what you do have to help others or to solve problems. You'll see yourself as a victim and assume others should be the ones to make things better because you don't have enough to go around. This also brings up an important point about the connection between gratitude and purpose. You can completely miss thinking about purpose if you spend too much time in a scarcity mindset. When you're in that space and always feel like you need more, the pursuit of happiness and satisfaction becomes the main driver for life. You may just go into survival mode and focus on making more money or seeking out new experiences to try to fill the hole and find contentment. So you never stop to think about what is actually most important. Gratitude helps free you from that. But it does bring up the question of what are you supposed to do with your time and energy if you don't need anything else in order to be happy? In this way, gratitude naturally leads into the question of purpose. If you already feel that you have enough in life to be happy yourself, what is inherently valuable and worthy of spending your life on? What has value apart from its ability to make you happy? In reality, pursuing the things you think have value will likely expand your happiness as well. Even though you may not be intentionally pursuing them for that reason, Simply living with purpose and doing things you believe have inherent value will reinforce your joy and gratitude. Doing this keeps you in that abundance mindset, so even if the things you are doing are difficult, you remember that you still have more than enough to spare. So where do you find purpose, and what does it look like? Every person will answer this a little differently. It depends on what you believe about things like God, reality, absolute truth, the nature of life, what happens after death, and so on. This isn't really the place to try to exhaustively cover what you should believe in any of those areas, so I'll just say it's worth taking the time to develop your own perspective about them if you don't currently know what you believe. Your perspective and understanding will constantly be evolving and developing, but it's helpful to at least have a foundation laid to enable you to better navigate the concept of purpose. Let's take something fairly common and widely shared as an example. Whatever you believe, you probably have some notion that it's good to help others and show compassion. If you hold this as something that's inherently valuable and worthy of pursuing for its own sake, it can be part of your sense of purpose. 
It's very broad, so there are millions of ways you could flesh it out practically. You may decide to give food to someone who's hungry. Leave a note of encouragement for a friend. Volunteer with a nonprofit. Advocate for someone who's being wronged. Help someone move. Mentor a teen. Or just offer a smile to someone who needs it. Any of these things can be part of how you live with purpose and use your life for something you believe is valuable. There's no one-size-fits-all model because each person will have their own values and ways of expressing them that fit their context. Maybe you don't have much free time to think about purpose because of how hard you have to work just to provide for basic necessities. Even in that case, you can be intentional about the way you do your work so that it's done with a sense of purpose. That may include going out of your way to improve the workspace for others, even if it doesn't directly benefit you or simply working with integrity. Purpose isn't just about what you do in your free time, it's about how you do everything. So if you feel like you don't have any extra space to add something, instead look at what you're already doing and ask how you can be more intentional to do it with purpose. How would it look different if you approach it from an abundance mindset and trying to do something that has lasting value? It also doesn't have to be as obvious or cliche as the examples I gave. You may think it's important to innovate and build things that help all of humanity move forward. So the way you live with purpose may look like being an engineer or entrepreneur. Maybe you believe that art and beauty are valuable to promoting human flourishing, so you live with purpose by painting or making music. The key is simply that you do the things you do for the inherent value those things bring, not out of a scarcity mindset that does them to chase something you think you're missing to be happy and satisfied. As you practice both gratitude and living with purpose, each starts to reinforce the other. When you're grateful, you remember how much you have to offer and that your contributions to the world are valuable as well. When you live out of a sense of purpose, it will bring you satisfaction from being part of something bigger than yourself and remind you that what you already have is enough to be happy. Both bring you back to an abundance mindset that values what it has and is more interested in giving than in getting. I can see in my own life that the times when I'm living with the most purpose and doing things I'm proud of are when I'm doing well with gratitude and an abundance mindset. When I go to insecurity or a scarcity mindset, I'm living out of self-preservation and neglect the things that I believe are most important. This podcast was born out of an abundance mindset and place of gratitude. Around the time I started it, I was coming to a new realization that I had things of value to say and that I could potentially improve the lives of others by offering them. I was starting to appreciate who I am and my unique identity, so I could express it with less fear because my satisfaction wasn't so dependent on how people responded. At times before then, I was in a scarcity mindset and would not have done something like this because I didn't believe I had enough to offer. I thought I needed to be more impressive or have more experience, and I was dependent on the affirmation of others to feel content. That goes to show the scarcity mindset isn't always just about physical possessions. 
It's simply about anything that makes you feel incomplete somehow, whether that's feeling like you aren't smart enough or that you don't make enough money. My decision to start the podcast came out of a place of feeling grateful for my life and wanting to do something with purpose. I was already happy with where I was at, so I had nothing to lose because I wasn't doing it to seek out praise or become rich and famous. I do it for the value of what I'm doing itself, not for what it could bring me in return. That's how gratitude and purpose work together. If you try to live with purpose without gratitude, you'll probably burn out and constantly be frustrated because you aren't being given the credit you think you're due for all you're contributing and all the work you're doing. You may start to twist what you're doing so that it becomes more about serving yourself than actually doing something that is valuable in and of itself. If you practice gratitude without a sense of purpose, you'll probably feel aimless or like your life is stagnant because you won't have anything to direct your focus and energy toward. As we head into a week about giving thanks, I hope you'll take some time to reflect and recognize what you have to be grateful for, even if your life or year is not going the way you wanted. You already have enough, and you are already enough, to be happy. In turn, I hope that gratitude and contentment pushes you on to live with purpose and enthusiastically contribute out of an abundance mindset that can give and serve and love without any strings attached. See you next time.